Hey y'all, it's Kiara, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of For Realness Sake. This month's theme is all about our why. People are usually very motivated to get things done at the beginning of the year, but their reasoning behind it will determine their drive to execute their goal. Y'all know I love a good growth story, and our returning guest, Vonda Hopkins, is here to share her story and her motivation behind her newest venture, her YouTube channel, I Choose. I'm super excited for you guys to hear this. I always have a good time with Vonda, and I know there is something that you will get out of this conversation. Since you are listening to For Realness Sake, (laughs) why don't you go ahead and hit that subscribe button and also leave a review. I'm so excited about what's happening this year and I'm even more excited that you are choosing to be a part of it. Thank you so much for listening. Without further ado, Vonda. Well, I'm ready to get into some things with you today. Um, I know that, like I was telling you off the mic, that, you know, January is such a month of expectation for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And I've just been kind of going with this theme of motivation uh, for this month's episodes because that's where everyone is. Right. I'm there. Like I said, I'm being (laughs) super intentional about everything. Girl, I'm trying to be like way better (laughs) with everything this, this year. So I just think that people tend to forget that, you know, we have a whole year and not just January. Right. You know what I'm saying? So once you get past January, what's next? Mm-hmm. So I think that um um it's important to address the motivation for the year, number one. And I think that it's important to understand why things are different for you this year as opposed to last year. Because we've had several new years now. Right. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. what makes this year so different? So what do you think makes this year different for you? So I think this year... I have really, like, wrote my vision, took the time out. I did a vision board mm-hmm. um, before, but I really wanted to be, like you said, intentional about what I write down mm-hmm. and make sure that it aligns to what God has for my life. It lines up to my the plans and purposes that he has for me. Mm-hmm. So it's not just about me, but it's like when I step out inside of my vision, I want to be able to help so many people. So that's why I'm moving towards not just about me, but how can I help other people, people that's been on mute, that's mm-hmm. been in silence, that's been behind closed doors, mm-hmm. that just want someone to hug on them or give you know be there to support them so I think that's where I'm at I'm in the season of not just thinking about myself because I feel like I have done a lot of healing and um a lot of people have poured inside of me so I just want to really help other people and um I have this journal and in the journal it says like what are some ways that you can give? And, you know, in my mind, I always thought that giving was just money. But Mm -hmm. I have come to realize that everybody don't need money. Some people just really need you to encourage them or to motivate them or to support them along the way or just tell them, like, you got it, girl. Yeah, You got it. You good. Like, you know, come on. You can do this thing. So I just really want to motivate people. I just really want to show them what life means. Like, it it, is so much in the world. Right. Yeah, so yeah. that's really where I'm at. 
Well, I think that's a good place to be. I know that uh, you mentioned not or wanting to be like a. What am I trying to say, Kira? Come on. I know that you, um, you know, this is, you said this is a season of thinking about other people mm-hmm. for you, right? Mm-hmm. I know that a lot of times when people are interested in helping other people, you're in the helping field, I'm in the helping field. When we, when we have this kind of urge or passion for people, it usually comes from a place of a void of a hole right mm-hmm. because there was a time maybe I know it specifically in my life uh there was a time where I didn't feel like I was able to get everything that I needed from other people so right. instead I became that person for everyone mm-hmm. and although it sounds like the superhero thing to say like oh I'm just I'm out here you know helping people that's a hard place to be because right. a lot of times people will take, 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 take from you. Right. And then when it's time for you to have your hand out, like, okay, now y'all go ahead and give some of this back. Mm-hmm. You know, they're gone. They're thriving. They living. They, right. they, you know, you help them out and now you're empty. So that's for, that was for me. So was there ever a time or is the reason why you are so passionate about other people because that was something that you didn't have? So first I would say that, you know, even as I go forth and help people and minister to them, mm-hmm. um, I'm definitely going to be using wisdom right? as I move forward with that and not just like trying to help everybody, mm-hmm. but, you know, um, just really using wisdom and knowing, looking at people and knowing what it is that they need and helping them. Um, I think that when it comes from a genuine place, mm-hmm. you don't really have to worry about people taking advantage of you. Yeah, You know, it's just... I've been in a place to where certain people God assigned me to and they're not even seeking my help, but I just step in and kind of got them along the way. And then in terms, they mm-hmm. just like, you know, write me letters or write me text messages and be like, yeah. girl, you really was there when I really needed you. And, you know, I didn't know how much I was really giving them. Yeah. You know, I just thought it was just the simple things of, you know, let me check on them mm-hmm. and see how they doing. Or, girl, don't quit school. Keep going, keep going. <laughs> you yeah. kind of thing. And it's like, um, I feel like when you do have it to give, give. Mm, yeah. And, you know, got to protect you throughout it. So Yeah, but, but wisdom comes with, with age. What about, like, for me, a lot of that stuff happened when I was younger mm-hmm. where, you know, I can go back to teenage years where I just felt like I was uh, giving more than I had. And it yeah. wasn't coming from a place of wisdom. It was coming from a place of need because I recognize what I didn't have, maybe a little bit, but it was more so I could recognize similarities between the people I was trying to help. And I didn't want them to feel how I felt. So I overcompensated uh, the things that I could do for them just so they could feel less like I, like feel less of how I felt and more of how, you know, just as like an empowerment for them. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times it left me drained and empty. Mm -hmm. So, I know that now, you know, you have this kind of like almost foolproof way by consulting with, you know, God and things like that. But before you had all of that kind of wisdom, was there a time for you where you felt like, dang, I am just helping these folks or I'm just giving or where did that passion come from for you? So um, before I got a deep relationship with God, mm. I felt like I was always that strong person mm. that people would think that I was strong, but I really was going through a lot by yeah. myself. So yeah. in 2000 and 
15, I was diagnosed with scleroderma, mm -hmm. which is an autoimmune, uh, autoimmune disease. And so I have been dealing with it since 2011. Mm -hmm. So it like causes your, um, it causes my legs to swell up, my hands to swell up, sometimes my face to swell up. And it kind of stopped me from being able to do my job in the Navy. Mm -hmm. And so I would have to go to a lot of appointments. And, you know, when I walk in the doctor's room, he would be like, oh, you're weird. You know, like your uh. your left hand swells, but your right hand doesn't swell. Yeah. So I was like the guinea pig. Mm -hmm. It was like this new disease that no one knows about. And it was like, okay, let's try this. Let's try this. How about you take this? How about you take that? So it was yeah. always getting bad reports all the time and yeah. them not really finding finding out what was really wrong with me. Mm -hmm. So for that was a very long period in my life. And, you know, I have always been like very ambitious and wanting to do a lot of things, but that kind of put some limitations on where I wanted to go into the Navy. Mm -hmm. So like I said, I was way at times I was overseas. So I know a lot was happening when I was in J Japan and when I was in Bahrain and I never really told my mom, I really, really never told my family because I didn't want them to be worried about what that I was going through yeah. so it was kind of me just keeping everything in mm -hmm. and just being like just push for it just push for it don't stop push for it mm -hmm. but sometimes I will be sad I will be sad and you know I would be like God you said that you were healing because I knew about five scriptures five <laughs> scriptures that I hold on to and so I would just really just say you know um be with me and then I remember one time I was on the ship mm. and I was just because I was, I hit a leadership position really high in my career. So I was over 20 guys when I was in Japan. And I just remember, like, trying to keep it together for them. And I was really swollen one day. And I was in my rack. And I was like, you know what? I'm not coming out. Like, I had some pills that they had gave me, some pain pills. And mm -hmm. I was like, I'm really about to overdose. Oh. Like, I don't want to live no more. I'm tired of, you know, wearing this face or having this mask on mm -hmm. and not wanting, you know, um, pretty much just trying to be strong for everybody else. Yeah. And so I was like, you know what? I believe that today is the day. And I just wow. kept taking those pills. I mean, I was taking pills after pills. I was drained. I wasn't eating. I wasn't doing anything. And um, I remember just sitting there. And it wasn't a loud voice. Mm -hmm. But I could just sense God just saying, like, it's not over. Like, mm -hmm. I have so much more for you. And at that moment, I was like, whoa. Like, Satan really wanted to kill me mm. he wanted to kill the plans and the purposes that god really had for me mm -hmm. and it was like it's not over and um i still remember one of my friends coming down to my rack her and this other guy and it was like man you've been in this rack so long like mm. you need to get out so it was like he just sent somebody to like come and rescue me and kind of pull me out and from that day forth i was like man God really has great plans and purposes yeah. for my life. So, yeah. Wow. So it took you to your breaking point, basically. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Thank you for sharing that, Vonda. Wow, I didn't know that. Um, it is, I think that suicide, you know, and, and having those thoughts, 
it comes from depression it comes Mm -hmm. from a lack of something Mm -hmm. and in your case you weren't telling your story you weren't you know comfortable whatever the reason was you weren't being honest with yourself about it right so a lot of times people say like check on your strong friend because during i think once you came i don't know if that was before or after we were in Mm -hmm. san diego which when was that so it was after so when you were in San Diego with me, you mm-hmm. were my strong friend because yeah. I was like brand new in the Navy. And, mm-hmm. you know, I we had hooked up by chance. We went to high school together. For those of you who um, don't know, me and Vonda were in high school together. We never talked. <laughs> <laughs> we even had classes together. Um, but we just, I don't know, we just didn't run in the same circles, whatever. And so when you got to, um, when I got to San Diego, I got your number linked up with you. Right. And you mm-hmm. became like my person mm-hmm. at that time. And um, I didn't know that. And you were like, there were times where I was like sad or whatever, because I had never been away from home. So like having you there, you were like my saving grace. We would go everywhere. Right. And, even mm-hmm. when you were dealing with your like medical issues, you were like, "Girl, we let's go get some ice cream, go to the mall." Mm-hmm. Like you were just so strong. So to hear you say that, it it kind of hurts me a little bit because I feel. <laughs> so I think what really happens is a lot of time when people are going through things, mm. you become numb to it. Yes. So I think I became numb and I put it in the subconscious part of my mind, and that's what I think so, it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I let it build up, build up, build up, and then I didn't know how I got to that place exactly so a lot of times when you're going through things you kind of need to like vent or you need to shut down everything and so being on an eight month to nine month deployment you really never have time to just kind of like rest and get your thoughts together so it was like you know um task after task Mm -hmm. you know con rep vert rep driving you know you have like I said, I was in charge of 22 guys, Yeah, you know, being that only female. So trying to tell them like, and it was their first deployment mm-hmm. as well. So kind of motivating them and trying to encourage them. Yeah. And then I was kind of like very valuable. I was the needs of the Navy at the time. It's and like, you was very much right. into, you know, your job. <laughs> I really was. Yeah. And so even for me, when I asked for help, mm-hmm. can I go see a physician or can I see a doctor? Mm-hmm. I actually had to go write a letter to talk to the captain. Oh, wow. So I did an open captain's mask and most people don't request to have an open captain's mask. Mm-hmm. But I was like, no, like I really need help. Yeah. Like I can't keep telling you what's wrong with me, but you're not getting me what I need because mm-hmm. they told me that they would let me get off the ship to go see a doctor to make sure that everything yeah. was okay. And um, I actually, actually, while I was going through that process, it was like God was telling me, like, take pictures, you know, create a portfolio. And I was creating those things and I gave it to them. And then when the captain seen it, he was like, you know what, come back to my office because I really messed up. Like, you really need help. I seen the pictures. Like, so when we pull in, I'm going to make sure that you see a doctor and you get what you need. Wow. So it kind of all worked out for me. But it came with you, you know, speaking up for yourself. Right. And like I was saying, you being a strong person for me, you know, I not once did I think, 
maybe I should check on Vonda. Like you were you were so strong, so it was never like, well, are you okay? You know what I'm saying? Like, is everything good? Cause you'd be like, girl, I'm just gonna take my medicine and you know, I'll be right. fine. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, shoot, she just go take her medicine and you know, we finna go, you mm-hmm. know? So it was never, it never crossed my mind that it was as much of an issue as it was for you to, to get you to that point. Mm-hmm. So the fact that you're sharing that speaks volumes for me and then for other people who do have you you always see these memes that say like check on your strong friend yeah but that is so true you yeah, really have to check on on the people that you mm-hmm. care about and that you know care about you mm-hmm. so that you know we can prevent things like this and you know at that time i didn't know how to ask for help and mm-hmm. that's the thing a lot of people walk in pride yeah. and they really don't know how to go to someone and say like i need help they just keep it in you know their silence or they may do the journaling yeah. where they journal everything down and i think for me it was like work mm. so it was mm. like work work yeah. work 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 kind of thing or achieve 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 and then you don't have to worry about all that other stuff that kind of like just you know um is a place of escape and then yeah. i think even after that once i when i was in japan then i started drinking a lot mm. like i became an alcoholic what? like patron was my drink like i started <laughs> so, drinking all the time wait pause y'all yes. pause pause i'm so below y'all because just imagine like i have known vonda for years and like why i was a whole substance abuse counselor ma'am and we never had this conversation <laughs> i'm like so blown by this go ahead i just definitely got been your client y'all y'all know how y'all mama just come up and like tell you some stuff and it's just like mama that's how i feel right now i feel like you just totally hid yourself for me yep so when i okay, went to girl, japan i used to drink all the time I used to wow. go out thursday friday saturday sometimes on sunday them high shoes man high (laughs) shoes right and so um and then i knew a lot of people so when i would go out they would buy me drinks and stuff and so i was like you know what why am i drinking so much like Mm. to the point where i blacked out like one day for my birthday i had 11 shots so that lets you know how much i used to drink because i used to like go out yeah my tolerance was really really high and so you know i i think i was just like trying to cover up a lot of stuff and i used to so yeah y'all getting all my bad sins today right i used to cuss a lot every every sentence was a cuss word until one day i was like oh my god i cussed too much and i started counting on my hands (laughs) right and it was like get up to like 17 in one sentence and I was like, oh, my God, that looks so ugly. Yeah. And so I um, <laughs> so I was like, okay, I'm going to try to stop cussing. And you know what? I, could do, I couldn't stop doing any of that on my own. Yeah. It wasn't until I got a relationship with God and stuff just started to kind of break away and stop. And yeah. I'm not saying that if you cuss, that is a bad thing. It just know that, like once you start growing it's just some stuff that kind of fall off and Mm. you know it's just you get to a place to where um you no longer depend on those things like you know i no longer depend on alcohol but i use other things yeah like reading the word of god or just like stopping everything and kind of regrouping and trying to see where i'm at or getting facials and massages (laughs) like you know stuff like that to get me to a a better place you know and i think that a lot of that stuff 
that we deal with we have to get to the root cause of it so yeah, even with scleroderma sure. and the sickness it was getting to the root cause of it so i actually bought a book and it's by um what's the guy name his name is henry wright mm -hmm. henry wright he has a book that talks about like the root causes of all sicknesses so i went in there and i looked in the book and it had scleroderma and it was like guilt rejection abandonment oh, wow. okay. some ugly stuff and i was like uh that's not me and then god was like yes that is that's you as you right there Girl, so I, I had to deal with the rejection i got i had to get healed from the abandonment and mm, from so let's talk about with that the guilt let's talk about that because i know you you go try to shine over some stuff real quick <laughs> okay you are delivered okay but you you there was a moment and i and i think that that is important vana for you to talk about that because there are people right now that are going through what you've already went through and what a blessing to be able to help them mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so let's talk about that rejection let's talk about that abandonment let's talk about some of the stuff we ain't gotta get deep with it okay you know what i'm saying because i i i I do want you to be mindful that this is your story and I don't want to pull anything out of you that they ain't trying to come out right now. <laughs> but I do want you to be authentic to who you are and the things that you've gone through. So I'll start okay. to kind of help you, you know, think of some things. Cause Please that's something that I, <laughs> <laughs> girl. help me girl, help me out. That's, those are things um, that I've struggled with too, especially rejection. Like, mm -hmm. Ma'am, okay, it's probably a good thing that we didn't know each other in high school because we, prob we probably would have been each other's uh, sad song buddy. <laughs> we were sitting there both just, you know, playing on our violin. And so, I'm, you know, there's a time in the season for everything. But I struggled with rejection really bad to the point where I did not want anyone to not like me. Mm -hmm. I was just like, please, like, whatever it was to get me to be able to just – stay you know neutral with whoever mm -hmm. i did it. it it was mostly girls guys or guys like whatever but girls it was like i had this need to be liked by girls and it never worked out in my favor i i swear on everything it was like every girl that i would meet in the navy we will be cool or whatever for like a, a few um weeks months whatever mm -hmm. and then it would just be like something happened and they're just like yeah we're canceling her like no longer we ain't fooling with taylor no more or whatever wow. i'm just like well dang like what is it it was me like mm -hmm. not to say that they weren't awful people mm -hmm. to be around and i shouldn't have been you know around them anyway that's a whole nother conversation but just the fact that i wasn't being who i was and it's hard to understand or like someone when you don't know them yeah. you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. so i struggled with um that for years just trying to please people mm -hmm. and not really understanding what that means because it's deeper than just the person mm -hmm. it always 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 goes back to you and i never felt like I was good enough to be liked. I mm -hmm. always thought that I needed to overcompensate for who I was. Mm -hmm. um, and that, like, that's hard. I feel like I'm rambling. But <laughs> I'm, I'm saying all that to say um, that I'm your sister in rejection. <laughs> like, I get it. I get what that means. So what, what was it for you um, that made you feel like, 
well, I don't like this anymore and I want to do something different. How, how did, what was the rejection for you? For me, it was just not feeling good enough. What was it for you? How did you overcome that? Da, 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 da. So I believe that the rejection that I was dealing with was more so for my father mm-hmm. because he was um, in and out of the house. Yeah. So me and him, when I was younger, um, he would help me with my homework, you know, and I would be excited. So yeah. that's where the math came in at, like, being really, really good at math because we used to do math homework together. And I think that, like, when he would come in and out, it was like, you know, like, you ain't choosing me kind of thing. Mm. And so okay. I believe that that's where that came in at and then the guilt was like it was always my fault kind of thing like if situations would be going wrong I would think that I could have did better or I could have said something different like Mm -hmm. I would always question certain things um in certain situations with people or my friends or my family Mm. like you know that didn't go right because I should have kind of thing so I think that's where a lot of the guilt came in it like I could have did better you know and um really just um not giving myself more um credit credit Mm -hmm. you know like okay you have accomplished all this yeah or you have helped this or you have done this you know what i'm saying or it was that person's fault kind of thing and so i dealt with a lot of um a lot of um guilt and also abandonment like being with people and you know giving 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 and then they leave me yeah you know it's like i have helped you grow i have helped you mature you know i have poured into you poured into you and then you kind of like leave me so those was like the relationships those relationships that i had with men Mm. you know the abandonment and i think that you know sometimes we teach people how to treat us yeah so it was like i was carrying those things and so people like was treating me based off of how I allowed them and so I believe that when you're honest and you are true and you speak who you are either you can accept me or not accept me so that's where I'm at now in my life if I be real to you and I be authentic to you it's up to you to whether or not you want me to be around you or you accept who I am I'm not explaining anything anymore like this is who I am and this is what you get you know what I mean and I can only grow and become better. I can only, you yeah. know, triumph and become a better friend. So it's just really me um teaching people and not tolerating things. Yes. Like, you know, a lot of times we tolerate down. anything. And so um just not letting people be in control of who I am and speaking my truth and walking in it. Yes, and that is so powerful. Girl, I'm literally writing this down right now because I don't want to forget that teaching, not tolerating, I think a lot of that comes, you're able to tell people who you are because you know that. Mm -hmm. A lot of times when we're younger, we don't know. Mm -hmm. And this takes a lot of trial and error, like, ooh, I don't really like how you did that. Let me write that down (laughs) so I remember I don't want to be treated like that again. Mm -hmm. And then you know how to move forward. But I think what you said, I I say this a thousand times, is so powerful because you need to know what you're going to accept. Not what you're willing. Yeah. What am I about to accept right now? Yes. What what is that? Mm -hmm. And how can we make this work if we can't 
that's okay because it's yes or no this year it's not right. it ain't no maybe and i believe you get to that point when you know your identity and you know who right. you are you got to truly know who you are true when you know who you are and you have a vision you have a plan for your life you'll be like that don't line up with who i am yes. and what i believe yes. and what my values are exactly and so when you know that and mm. you believe in yourself and you really take authority and walk in authority you don't have to worry about that stuff you'll be so unapologetic about, about everything you are. that you do yes girl i love it and that brings me to your current mm-hmm. venture because you have a youtube channel which the first episode dropped today girl yes and it was really exciting and it's called i choose yes so what i took from that just from the video alone you talked about writing a vision and being disciplined in what you're doing Mm -hmm. and things like that but what i took from just the word or the name i choose alone was that you have the power to choose what's next what your destiny is yes just just by having that like mindset i'm getting so excited (laughs) y'all yeah just by having that mindset mindset shift you can literally write right and change your life manifest that Mm -hmm. greatness that you want so what was the purpose or what is the idea of i choose why did you create something like this and where did that thought come from and I like what you said. You can rewrite the story. Yes. So all the things that happened in your past, you don't have to allow your past to contaminate your future. Okay. So as you move forward, you know, that's why I came up with I Choose. So the Bible says I set before you life and prosperity, death and destruction. And I was like, I choose life. God give us free will to choose what it is that we want. And so I was like, I really want to show people what life and prosperity looks like. Yeah. A lot of times you you hear people say like you can't always be happy you can't always just be in this positive place you can you can choose it mm-hmm. even when you're faced with um bad situations you can say oh i'm gonna choose to deal with this you know um be upset about it mm-hmm. or i'm gonna choose to just deal with it right now and then let it go yeah. so that's where i'm at in my life like i choose to deal with situations head on so if I get to a bad place, I'm dealing with it right then. If I got to alt with a brother or sister, I'm taking it to them. Yeah. This is my issue. This is my problem. Ooh. How can we fix this moving forward? So I just choose to be in a happy place, choose to be in a place where I can forgive people, I can be a wise master mm-hmm. builder, and I can be happy, and I can laugh, laugh, laugh. And that, to me, that's also intent, too. Yes. You're being very intentional about what you're doing hey we not waiting we not waiting for the angry text you know say hey hey i I seen you today you ain't speak what's going on right you know what i'm saying yeah talk about it then you know what i mean and choosing the right relationships hang around people that have a vision when you're around people that have a vision you don't have to continue to look to the left or look to the right or compare yourself because you're all moving Mm. You know, y'all all supporting each other. Y'all all rising. Do you yes. notice that people that have a vision, they have to check their calendar? Like, that's what type of friends I need. Yes. Oh, let me see. Girl, because yes. I have a lot going on. Let me check this <laughs> out. Me. You know what I mean? You can't. Your vision will allow you to pick and choose what it is that you need to be doing. Yeah. In that season of your life. And you can't do everything. So, I'm at the point to where I know 
that I want my vision and my plans, my purpose to line up with what God has for me. And I just want to show other people that they don't have to be sad. They don't have to be negative every Mm -hmm. single day. So 2019, it wasn't a really bad year for me. It was Mm -hmm. a really good year. I had some ups and downs. I had some challenges, Mm -hmm. but I still was able to, um, to really enjoy enjoy life and you know it's so much in life traveling and you know exploring Mm -hmm. the world and creating new ventures and starting new relationships it was so much that happened in 2019 that was good and so I could literally count on my hands how many days I was really upset or I was really down because I was dealing with those issues like that day head on Mm. I wasn't allowing allowing myself to go to sleep angry and things like that so taking the principles out of bible and really applying them to my life yes girl okay because i'm trying to do that for 2020 Mm -hmm. you already know my head i get so spun up in my mind that like i will turn a molehill into a mountain and next (laughs) thing you know i'm mad for three days and it's like Mm -hmm. oh lord can we (laughs) let me Mm -hmm. get back to what i'm you know supposed to be doing so that's inspiring to me i think that you have or i know that you have always been an inspiration to me because even when you were you know like you say sinning i say you were growing (laughs) you were growing but even when you were in that moment you were still so positive at least to me like yeah i mean i feel like i have always been a positive person and always laugh and things like that and i say i believe that that was a real um ooh. That was a lot for me with the sickness um, mm. because I was just like, God got so much for me. Yeah. You know, and so it was just a really um, bad place in my life. But I was able to take that and overcome it and use yeah. it as um, an opportunity. Yes. I love a good growth story. Um, and I think that being able to sit back and watch you evolve over the past Oh, I was in Navy for eight years, so I, I can take it back to high school, though, 10 years, because yep. I didn't see mm-hmm. you. I just didn't About talk to you. So it's like being able to see this new Vonda like a Honda. <laughs> right. And, you know, from the old Vonda, it is so inspiring to me. Like, man, Vonda, y'all, Vonda be having me going to church now again. Because <laughs> I had some, you know, situations with church right. where I had kind of canceled it just we'll talk about that another time but you have just been such a what can i say like a light for me i really appreciate you just thank you you, vonda for being my friend you know and that what makes me feel so good (laughs) i really want to help people like get them back on track kind of thing yeah and um not judge them but just be there with them every step of the way because I truly believe that God has a plan and purpose for everyone. Everyone. And if they could just connect with the right people that, hey, they'll be living life all over again and enjoying yeah. it. You know, because there's a lot of stuff that's been going on. I see a lot of people passing away. Oh, my God! I see a lot of people that's sick. And I'm just yeah. like, how about we enjoy every moment yeah. and every second that we have on earth? That's what I've been you know saying. what I mean? Just enjoy yes. life to where you're not upset, but you're just 
happy. And I say even being in the moment. Like I said last time, sometimes you could just show up physically mm-hmm. and mentally be checked out. But yeah. how about you're there mentally? Like even in 2019, when I look at my camera roll, mm-hmm. I'm like, I had so many more pictures. Mm-hmm. And like when I go back to like 2011, I probably have like, 10 or 15 yeah from 2009 i probably had like over 100 pictures oh wow is it because i was 19. enjoying 2019 mm-hmm. i was enjoying the moment yeah like i was really taking pictures and really just like you know being aware of what was going on at that time wow yeah wow i i i love that Vonda. oh my gosh you know i love you if there was something that you could if someone that was listening right now was going through what you've gone through, what advice would you give them to come out of that? What What could you say to them? Um, I would say same thing God told me when I came out. Mm-hmm. You know, there's so much that you have that's on the inside of you. Mm. You have hidden treasures that other people may need. You may hold a destiny, and you don't want to stay in that place. And you can come out. You can come out. You can be free if you want to be free. Ooh. Like, God says, who the sun sets free is free indeed. And freedom is so beautiful. So I call you out of the place of captivity. I call you out of that place of oppression and depression where you can really carry out the assignment that God has for your life. And a lot of times we talk about purpose. A lot of people are confused about what is their purpose. Like if you're a teacher and you teach at um you teach students, that may be your purpose in the kingdom of God. Where you can teach people, you know, you can take them from another place. Some people they are into beauty, you know, and your that may be your purpose where you like cause people to be happy because of you know the makeup that you put on their face or how you do their hair bringing them back alive so it's so much whatever it is that you like to do that's probably your purpose that God has called you to do so for me I love to talk obviously so (laughs) that's what I do so find out what it is your purpose is and really walk in that and grow in it and become an expert Mm -hmm. and people will call you for what it is that you do and guess what your gift will make room for you and bring you before great men and women so that also will produce wealth for you i say that all the time your gift will will make room for you i know that um for people out there that are struggling with figuring out what exactly is my gift Mm because i even as a kid i will always tell my mom like i don't have a gift you know my (laughs) sister she's very creative she draws she can she does nails, she does lash, she's just all around, just like wow. very much, she's great with her hands as far as mm-hmm. like beauty and all, all things art, right? Whereas me, girl, I draw stick figures to this day. What? Me too. Okay, <laughs> can I, you know, can do a little lash or whatever on my lashes, be kind of right. hard to do it on other folk, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Just little things like that where if I was, or I did, I would look at people who were super talented with their, with, you know, physically talented where you can see what they're doing. I would question myself as if, you know, well, dang, I don't have nothing. Whatever my talent is, it's, it's zero in comparison to what these people can do. 
side note, comparing yourself is a huge detour to what you're right. supposed to be doing. Like, stop doing that. Please. Because um, it's not wise to compare yourself to another person. And it's, and also, you just make yourself feel, like, less than. Yep. And for what? That, mm-hmm. like, anyway. But <laughs> I think that you're very good at listening. Sometimes we just need people to listen, you know. Yeah. And also speaking. You're great at speaking. But that's the thing. Thank you for that. But when people, people have told me that for my entire life Mm -hmm. and I would never accept it because I'm like, well, what is that? Okay, great. (laughs) I'm a good listener. Okay. I can talk like I can't draw. I can't dance. I can't, you know, do nails or whatever. So it was like, I wouldn't, I I didn't think that was a talent. I thought it was just Mm. like, whatever. But now being in this space and recognizing it, to, it has taken some time. <laughs> but I used to write all the time and, you know, in my journal and say like, oh, what is my gift? I want to know. Like, I would, I think I put like the pressure on God to be like, what is, this? what is it, Lord? Because I'm 16 and I need to know, you know. Right. <laughs> but it, it was only until I started accepting who i am Mm -hmm. and also what i am good at and started going into that like hey i'm good at this let me explore this a little bit more that i was able to properly hear and understand and accept yep what my gift was and how powerful that is to me and how i can help other people so a lot of times you like you were saying you already know what you're supposed to be doing you already know what your passion is you already know what Mm -hmm. your gift is but you got to accept what that is because Mm -hmm. it's not going to be like everyone else's it is going to be specifically for you you. and you're going to have the grace to be able to do it like it's just going to come to you so easily and i like what you said you have to take it and you got to run with it like the closer you start saying i accept it and you start Mm. moving towards it it all start lining up exactly like even with the youtube yeah i didn't see you know what i'm saying i had a vision for it and Mm. i knew i wanted to do it but it wasn't until i started moving forward in it that i was able to get the name and i was able to get the concept like the closer you start moving towards it it just come it'll start all lining up and falling into place and it's like oh wow because you're ready for it now you're ready before you was like well wait because i'm not i can't sing well i can't dance right well dang so it's like well you just go keep toiling in that i don't even know if that's Mm -hmm. a a real word you're just gonna keep going with that Mm -hmm. you know but once you say well you know well, what is well what can i do yeah oh okay and you just keep growing from there so Yes, girls, if and, and guys and girls and whatever, if you are in a place where you, you are not sure what you're supposed to be doing or what your gift is, start writing down the things that you actually like to do and yep. go from there because everyone has a gift. That's another thing I want to say. Yep. Everyone has a gift, but your gift is not going to be like someone else's. So accept mm-hmm. who you are and what you got going on and move in that with grace and wisdom yep. and choosing <laughs> to be who you are right yep so what i love this conversation as you can see i hope y'all can probably hear me i'm like really excited von you always ignite my spirit girl yes but if you could uh, in closing out something um tell the people your socials and things like that where they can find you and what's up next for i choose so 
Um, I choose. I'm going to be releasing new videos bi-weekly mm-hmm. on Fridays. And you can follow me on YouTube at Vonda Hopkins. I choose. Or on Instagram, I-C-H underscore O-O-S-E. Yeah. And I choose is just going to take off. And we're going to bring some speakers on. Ooh, we you, may hit the grocery me, store. We never know what's going to happen. <laughs> like, I just really just want to have a lot of fun with it. But yeah. I want to motivate so many people. And I want to be able to encourage people to do and yes. enjoy life yes. and prosperity. Well, if you do for them, you know, even a fraction of what you've done for me over time, then, girl, I'm ready to see it. I I can't I can't wait to see it. You are powerful. You're amazing. And girl, you got so much more work to do. So let's go, honey. Let's go, Vonda. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for being here. I can't wait to make a a cameo (laughs) on on (laughs) iTunes. Cause I love what th- what that is and what you represent for that. So, yes. until next time, Vonda, I really appreciate you coming on. Bye, bye, y'all. <laughs> bye. <laughs>